Welcome into another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Tucker. And today we'll be covering some of the latest news surrounding the NFL, and then we will do our Week 6 preview. Now for the latest news surrounding the NFL on today, October 12th. Biggest news coming out of the NFL, I mean, John Gruden has resigned as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, and assistant coach Rich B. Bissock. He, I don't even know how to say that. Bisacci, Bisacchi. yeah, I don't even know. But has he has been named the interim head coach, however you pronounce his last name. This all comes after some emails were released of Gruden's that uh, contained some derogatory some derogatory words towards uh, yeah. people such as Roger Goodell and Michael Sam, Jeff Fisher. Those guys, I mean, they were just, he wasn't happy about Goodell, pre- I guess Goodell pressured uh, Jeff Fisher into drafting Michael Sam, who was the NFL's first openly gay player who was drafted in the NFL, and I guess Gruden didn't have any good words to say about that, and yeah, I mean, there were some emails that came out about, like, the NFL PA president or whatever it was, Demoris Smith, he was saying he some uh, racist terms about him, yeah. and that was back in, like, 2011, that was came out last week or something like that and there was he was in hot water to start and then I even thought I'm like that was 10 years ago he might not think that same way nowadays let it go but then I guess more emails came out spanning over a course of seven years back to 2018 yeah so I mean yeah that was just right when he was hired I mean he's only been with the the Raiders for four years now yeah, three years. That, yeah, three, I mean four years, so yeah, yeah dating back to probably when he was signed by the Raiders when they had that uh that contract so I mean it's just it's hard to see that kind of stuff I mean obviously there's no room for that in the NFL or anywhere anywhere yeah obviously yeah um but yeah it's just yeah you hate to see a good coach like that come out with stuff like this and just yeah he didn't know that stuff about him you didn't know that he thought that way and he was that kind of person yeah you change your whole perception of a guy yeah i mean we had seen him on monday night football for how long oh for a long time yeah and and then yeah they said it last night too it's like ironically that's when the new news comes out monday night when monday night football is going on and yeah it's just yeah chucky as they would always call him i mean it's just yeah it's hard to hard to hear that stuff but i mean he's just you hate to see that people are still using that stuff, but yep. I mean, enough of that. Next, uh, next news we have wide receiver for the Steelers, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, will have shoulder surgery and will be placed on injured reserve, and he is done for the season. I mean, there's no back in three weeks for this one. I no, guess. I think so yeah, he'll be out. He'll be out for the rest of the season, and yeah, that's I mean, good news for Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson owners. Yeah, I mean, some Claypool, more upside there. Yeah. yeah Claypool had a great week last week, and I mean, so did Johnson. I mean, they've had good seasons to start, and uh, they'll probably get a boost after this. So, good news for those guys and their fantasy owners. But another news: Eagles have placed tight end Dallas Goddard on the reserve slash COVID nineteen list. Couldn't really find any more more news about that. I'm guessing he just has COVID. Yeah, I mean, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, in other news, 49ers quarterback Trey Lance has a left knee sprain. Head coach Kyle Shanahan said the injury would be about one to two weeks at worst so that's good news for them i mean hopefully garoppolo's back for them I yeah guess. is he healthy i'm not quite sure i mean he was a it was kind of like a uncertainty last week if garoppolo is gonna play and then they started trey lance so he might be ready this week i would assume yeah he'd probably be ready this week but if not not looking good for the 49ers in their quarterback situation nope. but uh yeah 
In other news, Giants, uh, yeah, they just had a really bad day on Sunday. Bad luck hit them hard. Saquon Barkley goes down with an ankle sprain after stepping on an opponent's ankle. Mentioned that last show. But then Daniel Jones suffered a concussion. Kenny Galladay suffered a knee injury. And then it turns out rookie wide receiver Kadarius Toney is dealing with a lower leg injury following his monster game. And I mean, he had 10 receptions, 180 yards or whatever. Yeah. Just an amazing day by Kadarius Toney. And then ends up he's got a leg injury as well. I mean, this is just on top of Sterling Shepard, who's been out a couple of games, and, and Darius Slayton, Slayton yeah. who's been out a couple of games. So it's no good news for Giants no. fans and those yeah. fantasy owners there. I mean, thankfully, Barkley avoided a very serious injury as the ne- x-ray came back negative, but he's still expected to miss a few weeks. And same goes for Kenny Galladay. I think he's expected to be out one to two weeks and then there's Daniel Jones. I mean, with concussions, you really don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, he's in concussion protocol now. Maybe he plays this week. Maybe he sits out a week. Who knows? And then Kadarius Tony. I mean, lower leg injury. I mean, he's questionable. So, I'm guessing he'll probably be fine come week six. But, again, it's just so many injuries there. Yeah, all in one week. Yeah, it's just it's sad to see. Especially, I mean, Saquon Barkley going to be out a couple weeks. That's the biggest hit there. So, I mean... Deontay or Devonte Booker back up there so I mean definitely the pickup if you had Saquon Barkley all right and then in other uh running back news I guess Chiefs running back Clyde Edwards-Helaire has suffered a MCL sprain on Sunday and will miss at least three weeks after being put on injured reserve it's not too serious he avoided a serious injury much like Saquon Barkley did and yeah injury reserve but should be back maybe three weeks four weeks not quite sure what the timetable is there but yeah i mean daryl williams yeah. potential pickup there for he'll fill in yeah yeah he'll definitely fill in and get some runs there so uh in other news panthers head coach matt rule told the reporters that he is hopeful christian mccaffrey will be ready for week six against the vikings so i mean very good news for the christian mccaffrey owners out yeah. there and i mean yeah if he's playing i mean Panthers obviously have a much better shot of winning this game. Yeah, so he's kind of the deciding factor. I think if he's in, they have, yeah, like you said, a way better chance of winning this game. I mean, Chuba Hubbard did all right last week. I think he had 100 yards, and he just he's not Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> no think anybody one, is. Yeah. yeah, no one is Christian McCaffrey. It's, it's really unique what he has done in his NFL career, his young NFL career up to this point. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just absolutely crazy, and hopefully, yeah, we see him this week against the Vikings. I mean... I got him in fantasy, so fingers crossed there. Yep. In other news, Dolphins head coach Brian Flores said he is hoping that Tua will be ready or will be practicing this week after throwing a ball on Monday. I mean, he had the rib injury back in week two, two week, week three, two, yeah. something like that. And yeah, so I mean, he's just, I mean, Tua has battled injuries in the past. I mean, he had a fair share of injuries in college, and that was his main concern coming into the pros was is he going to be completely healthy or is he going to be, it's kind of like Drew Brees is the shoulder going to nag him their whole career or something, yeah. you know? And it's just, yes, yeah, it's, it's for Drew Brees. Yeah. It worked for Drew Brees, but yeah, to was not quite Drew Brees. I mean, not yet at least. So it'll be interesting to see if he comes out and plays this week, but I don't know. I feel like Jacoby Brissett's a better quarterback. I think I so mean, too. It's just Tua. Yeah. Tua just doesn't put up the numbers. Yeah. He hasn't really, impressed me yet yeah no that's a great yeah he hasn't had the a great one of those stat lines where it's like oh yeah that guy is a quarterback you know like not consistently either yeah it's like i mean yeah justin herbert came out his first game he had that monster game replacing uh 
Tyrod Taylor, what was it, week three last year? I mean, rookie quarterback comes out, blows it up, and it's like Tua just still hasn't showed that. Yeah, he hasn't showed all. that he can be that quarterback. And, yeah, I don't know. So mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see. There's a lot of talk about them acquiring Deshaun Watson for whatever he's worth and for whatever he would play. I don't I don't know how that situation's going. I don't think anyone really does. So, yeah, yeah. Other news, Patriots running back Damian Harris is day-to-day after being limited with a with rib and chest injuries against the Texans. The injury is not or is thought to not be serious. So, I mean, good news for the Damian Harris owners out there. I mean, maybe it's good news. I mean, he hasn't been doing great yeah, in fantasy. Really so it's Now it's a harder decision if yeah. you want to play him or not. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Damian Harris is just... Yeah, he's just not doing great. I, he'd probably be a drop candidate if there was another if he didn't have a touchdown last week or whatever it was. And yeah, I mean, I just I want to see Ramondre Stevenson, that backup running back, the rookie for the Patriots. He had a great preseason, and I just kind of want to see what he does in the regular season. So yeah. that'd be interesting. But yeah, I, I mean, there's not much new, not much uh, any more news on that Damian Harris injury. Just kind of uh, not so serious, I guess. Yeah. So. And then in more serious news, I guess, Cardinals tight end Max Williams is feared to have suffered a major season-ending right knee injury on Sunday. It was just a bad play. I saw that on the red zone. He just went down, agonizing pain. You could see immediately he just grabs his knee. Knew something was And wrong. just, like, is hunched over, laying on the ground, just, like, kind of, yeah. It's just, you can tell with those it's not good. So, you just hate to see it. Max Williams was having a decent start to the season, considering his prospect into the season i mean he's wasn't talked about at all and yeah. he had a couple of good games but just yeah he was battling injuries before too he was drafted by the ravens and just hasn't hasn't played out like he was drafted to be so just sad news there but that is it for the latest news surrounding the nfl all right here we have our week six preview starting out we're gonna recap our pick so far the season i mean I'm so far on the season, 49 and 31, but Tucker has now taken a five-game lead, 54 and 26. Woo! Yeah, he had a pretty good week this week. Only had three games wrong, so yeah, I mean, good jump there. So um, we'll start by prefacing two. There's bye weeks now. First week of bye weeks, we have the Falcons, Saints, Jets, and 49ers all on bye weeks. So just something to keep your eye out. Make sure that you get those guys out of your lineup. So starting out Thursday night. We got a pretty good game, I feel like. Buccaneers, 4-1 at the 2-3 Eagles. I mean, I wanted to take the Eagles here just because of the home and the the Bucs defense hasn't been doing too great. But, I mean, it's the Buccaneers. You can't go against Tom Brady. I I got the Bucs. 400 yards last week, five five touchdowns. I feel like he's going to break it. He's going to go 500 yards, six touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles' pass defense is allowing 195 yards a game, but 10 touchdowns to four interceptions. So, I mean... They had three last week against the Panthers. So, I mean, three of those four coming in one, one game, week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Buccaneers' pass defense is allowing 314 yards, three touchdowns, and six picks so far this season. But uh, it, I feel like this Hur- game might be a little bit of shootout. Yeah, it definitely will be. I mean, they're not going to be able to run, obviously. I mean, no one has been able to run against the Buccaneers' number one rush defense. Yeah, well, and, like, or, I think it was like 48 yards per game or something yeah, stupid like no that. One, no one's even trying to run against them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, yeah, I mean, obviously bad news for Miles Sanders' owners. I mean, I benched him, and I think I I'm going to keep him on the bench this yep, week, try I to find someone gonna... else to fill in for him. I mean... No one really does good against the Buccaneers. So, yeah, they'll probably, Eagles will come out probably passing the ball right away. So, but yeah, Buccaneers are going to win that. Could be a good, 
good game, close game, but Buccaneers are the Buccaneers. So next game, we have the Dolphins 1-4 at the 0-5 Jaguars. Solid one win combined between the two teams, but... I'm going to take the one team without a win here. I'm taking the Jaguars. Yeah, I picked the Jags too. I, I mean, I took them last week, and that didn't pan out very well. But, I mean, they're two bad teams there. Yeah. I mean, there's talk maybe Tua might be back. But and that might be worse for them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jaguars' pass defense is allowing 288 yards per game compared to the Dolphins' 286 So pretty even, game. yeah. Very even between the two. But Jaguars, uh, or I mean, not even, but... Jaguars, 12 touchdowns to two interceptions, while the Dolphins, seven touchdowns to one interception. On defense, that is? Yeah, yeah. Their defense. Five of those was in one game yeah, last it, week against the Buccaneers. Yeah, it's just the it's just two kind of bad defense. I mean, the, the Dolphins are clearly the better of the two, but it's just two bad teams. Yeah. Jaguars, I mean, Jaguars run defense is allowing 121 yards per game. And the Dolphins are allowing 133 yards per game. So it's probably going to be a run running game. Both teams are going to come out and think, oh, we can just run the ball against these guys. We'll control the clock. Yeah. So, I mean, James Robinson, Miles Gaskin, potential big weeks there. I hope so, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think both of them are going to have some fairly good weeks. Over 100. Well, I don't know about Miles Gaskin, but I think James Robinson is going to go over 100 again. Oh, yeah. Touchdowns. Miles Gaskin hasn't really been used in the run game. They haven't been running it all that much. It's, no. His run numbers have been bad, but last week he had a lot of work in the pass game. Yeah. But yeah, James Robinson, great week last week. Expect him to do, the, do it again this week, and I expect the Jaguars to get their first win. I mean, I'll probably be saying this every single week until, until they, they win. Yeah, I, but I mean, it's a one in four Dolphins team. They beat the Patriots week one. And it just hasn't been the same since. I mean, obviously, no Tua, or maybe Tua this week now. But I, I don't yeah, think a lot of injured receiver. Yeah, yeah, I it's think... just not looking good for the Dolphins. I think the Jaguars take their first win. So, next game we have the Packers at Bears. I mean, just Packers are four and one. The Bears are three and two. So, I mean, winner of this game will be leading the NFC North. Yeah, so, that's I mean, true. I never thought of that. Yeah, it's crazy to think. But I mean, I'm taking the Packers yeah me too we both are always gonna take the Packers but uh I mean Packers and Bears uh pass defense both allowing around 220 yards per game but the Packers or I mean the Packers defense 12 touchdowns to five interceptions allowed and then eight touchdowns to four interceptions for the Bears so I mean kind of even numbers I mean take away week one for the Packers pretty even there and I mean, both run defenses allowed about 100 yards per game. So I mean, both are pretty even Fairly matchups. Even defense, yeah. yeah. And I mean, Jair, Jair Alexander, he's out still. So I mean, I got my worries about this game. Bears have looked pretty good, and uh, I mean, their run game is just phenomenal, as we saw it last week with Khalil Herbert and then uh, uh, Damian Williams. Just yep. those two are ridiculous. Yeah, and, they both had a lot of rushing yards. Yeah, week. and I'm not too confident about the Packers run defense yeah definitely not. I mean they've the Packers defense is even though they're four run it's kind of looked iffy I mean a lot of injuries but I think yeah Packers are gonna come out on top here. yeah well yeah of course I mean divisional matchup just got to come out fire and all on all cylinders so uh next game we have the three and two Bengals at the 0 and five Lions and I mean Bengals have looked great this year so far I yeah. mean so, I mean, obviously, you got to take the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, me too. The Dolphins have looked good, too, for being an 0-5 team. I Lions. Mean, or the Lions. <laughs> I just all over the place today. But Lions, 0-5, they haven't looked bad for an 0-5 team. I mean, they have stayed in it with the Vikings. I mean, almost won that game. It had a good comeback against the 49ers. It's just 
the Lions, yeah, they're just just not, the Lions. Yeah, it's not a great roster. It's just I feel like the head coach is just getting them fired up, gets them going, and he's good. So I mean, but yeah, Bengals, they're a great team. They got Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Not Joe Burrow's not injured really. I mean, he went to the hospital after the game, but he was released later that night. So he's all good, and yeah. I expect, yeah, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow have another fantastic day against uh, the Lions. So. Yeah, I agree. Next game, we have the 1-4 Texans at the 1-4 Colts. Solid division matchup there for the two teams. I mean, Colts look great on Monday night, so, I mean, it's hard not to take the Colts here. Yeah, I got Colts. I got the Colts, too. I mean, but then again, too, Texans looked pretty good against the Patriots. I mean, Davis Mills, three touchdowns. Like we said, he's the second rookie quarterback to do it against Bill Belichick, so... It'll be interesting to see how he does, especially after the Colts let up 400 yards, four touchdowns to Lamar Jackson. I mean, it'll just be interesting to see how Davis Mills comes out and and does. I yeah, mean, it'll be very interesting. I mean, Carson Wentz looked pretty good last night. I think, I mean, they're starting to pull together. Carson Wentz is playing a little better. They're passing more. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's getting involved. They all had a good game overall last night. Yeah, no, it was really good. I mean, I was surprised that the Colts were even able to drive it down and score. I mean, their offense hasn't been the greatest this season, and Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz. But, yeah, he was connecting with wide receivers, and they were doing pretty good. I mean, Texans and Colts pass defense, both allowing around 260 yards, and, I mean, the Colts have allowed 15 touchdowns to three interceptions. So, I mean, it's definitely got me worried that maybe the Davis Mills will come out and have another great game and take the win for the Texans, but... I don't know. Just the way the Colts put up that fight against the Ravens, it's just yeah. it's hard not to take the Colts. Yeah, I agree. Next game we have the four and one Rams at the one and four Giants, and I mean, really nothing much to talk about there. Yeah, I definitely. mean Rams, Rams all the way. I mean, yeah, with I mean even without the injuries to the Giants off the entire Giants offense. I mean Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, Daniel Jones is in concussion protocol, and then I mean now Kadarius Tony. Apparently he's battling a leg injury after he punched the dude in the face. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. it's just it's just sad news for the Giants. But I mean the Rams are one of the better teams in the NFC. So I mean I yeah Rams all the way. If the Giants win this, that would just be an absolute shock. Yeah, that'd be a big upset. <laughs> yeah, very big upset. But yeah, Rams all the way. So next game we have the two and three Chiefs. Never really thought I'd be saying that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But uh, two and three Chiefs at the two and three Washington Football Team, and I mean, yeah, you you got to take the Chiefs. They're not oh, gonna, yeah, they're Chiefs. not going to go two and four. Yeah, no way. I mean Taylor Heineke coming off a bad week last week, so I mean maybe he has a bounce back game this week. But I mean especially against the Chiefs passing offense, but then again football team passing offense, both of them allowing around two hundred ninety yards per game. Chiefs allowing 10 touchdowns while having three interceptions, while the football team, four touchdowns to two interceptions. So, I mean, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to come out, light it up. Five, six touchdowns. He's going to show everyone that they haven't lost a step and that they're just right back in it. Yeah, I think overall the Chiefs are just a way better team. I mean, Washington's defense has just been very subpar this year. And you just got to think of those three losses too. I mean, what's that? They lost to the Bills last week yep. they lost to the chargers right i believe so and then they lose to the browns or do they beat the browns football team yeah. or the no chiefs? The, the chiefs yeah they beat the browns they beat, beat the browns. browns they lost the ravens ravens yeah oh yeah yep, that's yep, right yep. last minute there i mean yeah three good teams that they lost to right there i mean those four teams right there i mean that's a hard first four or like four out of five weeks of schedule i mean i 
guess I completely forget who the other one is. But, yeah, yeah I mean, those four games, those four teams to start your season, that is ridiculous. So, I mean, yeah, two and three record, probably, a, I mean, good <laughs> considering those yeah. teams that they played. They're close games, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Chiefs, yeah, they're going to bounce back without a doubt. One of the best teams in the AFC, I mean, top four or five. I mean, there's a lot of good teams now. I mean, especially with the Chargers, Browns, Bills. And there's a lot of good teams out there, but yeah, Chiefs definitely going to beat the Washington football team. Those two and three records aren't quite the same between the football team. Like, just yeah. so f- it's funny to see there's so many two and three teams where it's like they are clearly not the same team. Like, yeah, the, the record not. is just, they're better than the record shows or worse than the record shows. Which leads us to the next game. I mean, Vikings at Panthers. I mean, the two and three Vikings against the three and two Panthers. I mean,. Vikings, I think they're better than their record it looks, and I think the Panthers are a little worse than their record looks. I mean, we saw Sam Darnold get exposed. He had three interceptions this past week and lost the game for him. But, I mean, the Vikings, they've had a lot of close games, and I'm expecting the Vikings to win this one. I mean... I got the Panthers. You got the Panthers in this one? I yeah. mean, yeah, the Panthers, they have looked good. Their defenses look good, but, I mean, just kind of... uh Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the Panthers, it's just... I don't know. I guess it's just the Panthers to me. Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold. He yeah. was with the Jets, and I just can't really get that out of my mind. I mean, first couple weeks of the season, it was like, okay, maybe he's different. But this past week, maybe it was just a bump in the road. Yeah. But two I weeks mean, in a row, yeah. Two weeks in a row, yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, Panthers pass defense allowing 161 yards per game, uh, seven touchdowns, four interceptions with 16 sacks. And the Vikings, um, their pass defense, 238 yards per game, six touchdowns, to three interceptions, and 17 sacks. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot of uh, sacks in this game, I feel like. a lot of Not a lot of passing yards is what I'm trying to say. I think that the run game is where it's going to reside. I mean, obviously, if Christian McCaffrey's out there, that's going to completely switch the fabric of this game. Yeah. And I'm probably, I, I mean, if Christian McCaffrey's playing, I would take the Panthers, I feel like. But I just, I don't know. I mean... Dalvin Cook and the Vikings, they've looked good. They've looked better than the record indicates. And yeah. I think that they're going to show that this week. So, yeah, I'm, I got the Vikings. You got the Panthers. Yes, I, sir. I think, is that like the first one? That's the first different? one different, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, next game, we have the 4-1 Chargers at the uh, 4-1 Ravens. And I'm taking the Chargers in this I one. got the Ravens. Another difference there. Yeah. I mean, Chargers pass defense is allowing 214 yards per game compared to the Ravens 219 or 296 yards per game. Chargers eight touchdowns of four interceptions while the Ravens eight touchdowns of three interceptions. So, I mean, it's pretty even there on the pass defense, except for the yardage wise, obviously a little bit of a difference, but I mean, the Ravens run defense is allowing only 93 yards per game to the Chargers 157. So, I mean, yeah, obviously those stats make you think, take the Ravens in this game. Because, I mean, they can just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. But that's what the, we thought about the Browns last week. Yeah. And they ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball, and they still lost. Yep. I mean, the Chargers are just a very good football team. Oh, yeah. And they're able to score on offense. I mean, Herbert's just able to get the ball to Eckler, Mike, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. All those guys are able to get the work done. And yeah, I just, yeah, the Chargers are, I think they have showed that they are one of the better teams in the league, if not the best. Yeah. No, I mean, this will taken, be a really good matchup, I think. Yeah. It's, I mean, two tough games in a or I mean, tough, two tough weeks in a row for the Chargers. I mean, Browns last week and now Ravens this week. I mean, two tough AFC North teams right there. So yeah. it'll be, it's a tough uh, challenge for the Chargers, but I think they'll come out on top this week, especially after, I mean, the Ravens obviously struggled a little bit against the Colts. But, I mean, 
just came right back and had yeah. 400 yards, four touchdowns. Lamar did whatever, but yeah, it'll be a great game, I think. So, but I'm taking the Chargers. I got the Ravens. Next game, we have the five and zero Cardinals at the three and two Browns, and uh, I th- I think the Cardinals are gonna get their first loss this week. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I got the Browns. Yeah, Browns coming off a tough loss to the the Chargers, and I mean. That game was just ridiculous in its own right. I mean, Char- or the Browns had just so many, so much stats, just in general. Everyone was doing great, except for Odell Beckham, I guess. But, I mean, the Cardinals' pass defense is allowing about 214 yards per game compared to the Browns' 213. So, pretty even there. But, like, uh, just Browns allowed 10 touchdowns at two interceptions. So, that might make you think maybe Kyler could go off against this team. And it could be just like it was last week very high scoring game and Cardinals might come out on top just because of their potent offense and they're able to just get the ball in the end zone more obviously but I don't know I just feel like the Browns are going to come back after a rough loss last week and the Cardinals defense is allowing 139 rushing yards per game and they're going up against the best rushing offense in the league yeah so I mean it's going to be a tough uh tough challenge for the Cardinals to stop chunt yeah and uh, yeah I think the Browns are just going to Hold the ball, hold like just they're just gonna have control the clock, control the clock. That's yeah, that's the phrase I was looking for. Uh, yeah, they're gonna control the clock and just pound the ball and just tire out the defense. And yeah, by the end of that game, they're just gonna be able to run all over them. And yeah, I think the Cardinals are gonna get their first loss. I agree. Next game, we have the three and two Raiders at the three and two Broncos. And I, I got the Bron or the Broncos in this game. Yeah, I picked the Broncos as well. I mean, Raiders going up against another tough defense. I mean, this is the third week in a row now, and yeah, they've lost the last two. So I mean, Raiders and Broncos. I mean, they're both their pass defenses are allowing around 200 yards per game. Raiders six touchdowns to one interception, while the Broncos five touchdowns to four interceptions. So I think that the Broncos defense is going to be able to pressure, uh, pressure Derek Carr, make, make him uncomfortable, make some mistakes. Yeah, make some mistakes, and yeah, it's going to be. The Broncos this game. I mean, they're in Denver, so you got the home field advantage there too. Divisional matchup, so you just know it's that much more important to them all. So, uh, yeah, I think the Broncos are going to win this game. And, yeah, the Raiders, they're going to continue to slide. I mean, especially after the, the John Gruden news that just came out. I mean, they yeah. just lost their head coach, and it's never never really good after that. Yeah, no. So maybe they they get pumped up with the new the interim head coach gets them fired up and like let's go out there and get this i don't know but uh yeah maybe they win but yeah no broncos, I think defense, broncos will come yeah. out on top yeah definitely next game we have the four and one colts at the two and three patriots and yeah i mean like like i said before i mean in previous episodes cowboys are one of the better teams in the league you yep. saw that again last week and i'm taking the cowboys same this, here yeah Cowboys passing defense has allowed 311 yards per game compared to the Patriots 206. So, I mean, could be a little bit there. I mean, could be some room for Mac Jones to thrive and have yeah. a good game. But Cowboys, same amount of touchdowns as they have interceptions. So, I mean, that's great. I mean, 10 interceptions on the season. That's a good stat and 10, to have. 10 touchdowns allowed. Yeah, very great stat. I mean, Trayvon Diggs is having a phenomenal season. And, I mean, the Patriots, there's, their numbers aren't too bad either. I mean, six touchdowns to five interceptions. So, I mean, yeah. it, it, two really good pass defenses there. And, yeah, I think that it's just going to come down to 
Dak Prescott being able to control the offense and just the Dallas Cowboys offense in general. It's just so much better. Yeah, so, so many, many more, more weapons. Yeah, exactly. So many more weapons than the Patriots have. I mean, there's the question with Damian Harris, too. He's got a, a rib and a shoulder injury, I believe. And yeah, it's just, I mean, the wide receivers are Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne. And then you got Hunter Henry, John o. Smith. It's just Cowboys. Yeah, I mean. Don't even need to say they're weapons. I mean, everyone knows that. But, yeah, it's just Cowboys are going to win this without a doubt. Next game, we have the 2-3 Seahawks at the 2-3 Steelers. Another set of 2-3 teams fighting it out. Uh, I mean, I got the Steelers winning this game. Yeah, me too. It's hard to take the Seahawks. Without Russell Wilson. Yeah, maybe Geno Smith comes out and has a good game. But Steelers defense has looked decent when they wanted to. I mean, Seahawks defense has not looked good at all allowing 305 passing yards per game compared to the Steelers' 206 yards per game. And then, I mean, both only with two interceptions on the, on the season. Seahawks allowing nine touchdowns to the Steelers' 10. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Seahawks allowed more yards, Steelers more points, whatever. But, I mean, the, the Seahawks' run defense allowed 145 yards per game and five touchdowns compared to the Steelers' 100, yard, 100 yards per game, one touchdown allowed. So, I mean, Steelers, I feel like Najee Harris, he's just going to have control a the monster game. Yeah. game. Yeah. Just, it's all about, yeah, I think that the league's kind of getting more back to the running pace of the NFL. I mean, obviously, quarterbacks are still lighting it up. Yep. But the running backs are starting to be worked in more, too. I mean, James Robinson, 100-plus yards this past week. Derrick Henry, 100-plus yeah, yeah, yards. Again, yeah, Every, yeah. And, yeah, it's starting to get back to the controlling, the tempo. I mean, even Chunt, Ellard. I mean, those yeah. two combos are doing great. And then you got the guys in Minnesota, too. Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison. And then the guys in Green Bay. Yeah, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. I mean, it's starting to get back to a running off or running NFL, I feel like. And, yeah, Seahawks allowing 145 yards per game. Steelers are going to be able to control the clock. Just time of possession will be in the Steelers' favor probably the entire game. And, yeah, you have Geno Smith at quarterback for the Seahawks. So, I mean, not too confident there. So, Steelers all the way there. Next game, we have the Monday Night Football 4-1 Bills at the 3-2 Titans. And Titans have been kind of on a run these last couple. I mean, I guess they lost to the Jets. But 3-2, I feel like the Titans just... I, I just feel like they're not that good this year. But, I mean, it could be the injuries to wide receivers and et cetera, et cetera. But... I mean, Bills all the way. Bills yeah, are Bills beat the Chiefs in a very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dominant fashion. Yes, very dominant fashion. I mean, for some turnovers. I mean, two picks against Patrick Mahomes, one for pick six. It was just ridiculous. And the Bills defense: nine interceptions to five touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's and, really good. And then the Titans: nine touchdowns, three interceptions. So I mean, is there's Bills defense? One of, if not the best in the league right now. So, I mean, and the Titans offense, A.J. Brown just hasn't been doing great. And Julio Jones, I mean, he's still out. Will he come back this week? Who knows? Will he get involved in the offense if he comes back? (laughs) Who knows that, too? I mean, A.J. Brown barely involved last week. Had a couple receptions for, like, 30 yards. Titans, I mean, they've just been running the ball with Derrick Henry. That's yep. all they do now. It's like they're not even trying to pass. Like they're yeah, just, they don't need to. They got Derrick Henry. Yeah, they're just going to run the ball, and I mean, they won't be able to do that against the Bills. I mean, they have one of the best run defenses in the league and one of the best pass defenses in the league. So yeah, Bills all the way there. It's gonna be a uh, another dominating game by the Bills on Monday night there. So that is it for our Week Six preview. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast, and be sure to tune in next week where we will have our Week 6 recap along with the waiver wire and drop candidates.